Hello and welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast in a week which has delivered Cup and La Liga victories. And as we head into midweek this week, a flurry of transfer stories making the news as well as that window gets ever closer to opening. Now, Solari has allegedly asked Perev to open the January window by testing the waters at Manchester United to see if they can persuade United to sell Juan Mata. The 30-year-old's contract will end in the summer after five and a half years at Old Trafford and he's let it be known to friends that he wants to return to Spain. He began his career, remember, with Madrid's Castilla team back in 2006 before moving on to Valencia and then teaming up with Jose Mourinho at Chelsea. And Bayern Munich have been in touch with Madrid to discuss the possibility of signing Isco. They will have competition, though, from Juventus and Manchester City as well as Chelsea. But uh, Thiago Alcantara has shown that Spanish players can thrive in Bundesliga at Bayern Munich. Uh, to a lesser degree, of course, at Hamas Rodriguez. Uh, the fee may well still be the stumbling block, but there remains a possibility as well that Lewandowski could be used as leverage in the deal. The 30 old Polish international has long dreamt of playing for Real Madrid but the dream was scuppered by Bayern, Hernes and Rummenigge who simply refused to sell and despite Bayern's struggles this season, remember, Lewandowski has still scored 18 goals in all competitions which is 8 more than Benzema. Eden Hazard, it seems, can't help himself these days. Not a day goes by without an update on his situation. So in a latest interview in France, he said, Solari thinks football rather like me. I'm soon to be 28. I don't want any regrets at the end of my career. It's a decision I will make. I don't know when, but I will make it. I've always, he said, loved Real Madrid seems then just a, a matter of time before he does make that announcement that he will be moving on. UEFA's team of the year this year, which will be announced in January, could end up with nine Madrid players on it. Uh, just short of 20% of the 50 names were Madrid players, and they included Navas, Varane, Ramos, Marcelo, Modric, Casemiro, Cruz, Isco and Bale. Voting is open now. Luka Modric popped up to defend Benzema today, who, after a few days away from the negative press and publicity, was engulfed again. People, he said, don't realise just how good he is. They also don't realise how important he is to our team. Plus, he's a very nice person and he's a great goalscorer. Well, there are many, however, who simply do not concur. That is despite the fact he scored 202 goals now in 433 games. Tottenham Hotspur have made contact with Madrid over the last week with a view to signing Asensio this January. The immediate response, though, from Asensio was to reject any overtures from Pochettino's team. He said he wants to stay in Madrid and succeed. River Plate's president Rodolfo Donofrio is waiting by the phone for Madrid to contact with a view to selling Palacios. Talks with Butregueño and Francescoli have already taken place. However, after two pretty average performances by Palacios in the Copa Libertadores, focus has once again swung back to Cantero, who camped a memorable night in the Bernabeu with that stunning goal. And he can be bought from FC Porto, remember, who still own him for pretty much the same money as Palacios. And he, too, is still only 25. But over the last few days, 
interest has also resurfaced, this time from the Premier League with Arsenal and Tottenham reportedly showing interest. Some interesting Neymar news emerging over the last few days. He signed a lucrative sponsorship deal with Qatari National Bank to become their new global ambassador. Part of the reason behind it is this extraordinary social media following. His total follower count at the moment stands at 209 million. The best quote, though, however, came from Neymar Sr., who said, we are very pleased to partner the QNB. Neymar Jr. shares the same values with QNB. Now, how much fun do you think uh, a copywriter could have with that? Uh, we don't actually know what those shared values are either. Uh, back to the striker hunts. Perev once again to try and talk Tottenham into dealing with Harry Kane. On offer, £150 million plus Gareth Bale. Response so far from Spurs, a deafening silence. Back to South America, we've mentioned over the last few weeks, whilst doing commentary on the Copa Libertadores, how surprising it's been that nobody in Europe has looked at the coaching credentials of the Chilotos or indeed Gallardo. And lo and behold, after River win the Libertadores, Gallardo's name is attached to Real Madrid with Perez impressed, he said, with the haul of trophies that he has won, including, of course, two Libertadores. And whilst he's never coached in Europe, he has played here, had four seasons, remember, with Monaco and just about a season overall at Paris Saint-Germain. And staying with the weekend's Libertadores final, a vast array of A-list footballers turned up to watch, including, of course, Messi. But Icardi was also there, which caused much displeasure to some of the Inter fans. And also there was James Rodriguez, who took the time to speak to Perez about his future. The end result, he was told that they will wait until the end of the season before making any decision on his immediate future for Rodriguez. He made it clear to Perez that there will be no continuation for him at Bayern Munich. Now, victory in La Liga at the weekend, and Real Madrid are within sight of the top of the table again. The victory may have been narrow, but Gareth Bale still had reason to celebrate. He ended a 90-day goal drought. And uh, with reason to be cheerful too was Thibaut Courtois, who put in a performance which reminded some as to why he was seen as an essential purchase this season as well and why Navas had to make way for him. Solari said about the victory, uh, the game wasn't great. The windy conditions made it something of an ugly game. It was a real test of our character. And rather than singling out individuals, he preferred a game to emphasise the team. I emphasise, he said, the character of this team and for good reason. These are the types of games where we need everybody to concentrate in order to get the job done. As for Courtois, he also reiterated how difficult the conditions were. He said, we did work well in the first half, but in the second, the wind was against us. It made it very difficult. We did almost nothing, and on that, we need to improve. Marcus Lee Rente continues to thrive. Uh, he said, if I was told four months ago I would play in four games in a row, I wouldn't have believed you. I am going to talk to the club at Christmas. I will make a decision then, but I really want to succeed in Madrid. Uh, Solari's view on whether or not winning La Liga is realistic. He said, we will fight for the title until the very, very end. Now, one other significant development over the course of the weekend was Yugi Love, the Germany coach who was interviewed on ZDF in Germany 
and being asked about his future. After 12 years with the national team, he said, I have to start thinking about what I want to do after. And my plan is to go back to working with a club. On where he would go, I prefer not, he said, to stay in Germany. My future will be linked to a team abroad. And asked about Real Madrid. Real Madrid, he said, is always an interesting choice for any coach. Going into the weekend's fixtures, Benzema's season was again under the microscope with the view that his 10 goals and 5 assists this season have once again placed him amongst the European elite. Under Solari, he flourishes 4 goals in 7 games and 4 assists. Uh, Time then for the fans and the public, it was said, to show him a little more appreciation as opposed to counting down the days until his exit. Testimony really to the character of the player that during a year when he's had to wake up to read daily headlines about the president and the club wanting him to move on and move out, he remains relatively consistent. Also, the start of the weekend build with the latest team to jump on Isco's situation with Bayern Munich again being linked. And hours after it was reported that Ajax's Frankie de Jong was off to PSG, his agent refuted any deal had been done. As Larry offered comment on Navas' future at Real Madrid. Navas, he said, must decide his own future. I always thought, he said, Madrid was the biggest team in the world and there's no nicer place to be. Eden Hazard was all over the weekend's press as well as he continued to tease his future. PSG, uh, it emerged, were a contender to sign him. However, the media outlets that reported that obviously hadn't read his comments about a return to France, which were simply, I will only return to France to play at Lille. And, of course, last Thursday there was victory in the Copa del Rey. And after the week he'd had, few really expected Isco to be in the starting lineup. Never mind, Captain. But he was. And victory followed against Loli Melida, six goals to one, meaning it's seven wins in eight for Solari up to that point, and 25 goals scored Asensio with the first to the first double he scored since uh, back in February against Real Betis. Isco's double was the first double he'd scored since against Espanyol in October of 2017. And there was a second senior goal for Vinicius as well. Solari said after the game, I'm happy for Asensio, Isco and Vinicius. Asked about Isco's future. I'm not going to talk to you about that, he said. Vinicius was being watched by Rodrigo from the boxes above in the Bernabeu with Perez in attendance as well. It's a dream to be here, he said. I'm proud to play with the best in the world. Now, this day's Eden Hazard story came from a prominent Belgian journalist. The only thing he said that is missing from Real Madrid is an offer on the table to Chelsea as Hazard has agreed to go. There was also more on a Solari replacement for next season. Despite Sergio Ramos saying that he's off if Jose Mourinho returns, hadn't put Madrid off with this pairing that included Xabi Alonso as an assistant being muted as a dream ticket. Beefing up the defence is a priority for next season as well. One of those being watched with a deal in the offing is Costas Manolas, the Greek international defender at Roma, who has a release clause that could be triggered for a mere €36 million, something of a bargain. One to keep an eye out for as well. He's in his fifth season at Roma and is contracted until 2022. Now, it had been a good week, of course, for Luka Modric. And after winning the Golden Ball, Luka Modric spoke about his immediate future. He said, I have two more years left. They show me a lot. 
of love and affection here. I would like to retire in Madrid. My family enjoys it here and I want to continue to enjoy this great club. On who he voted for, I voted, he said, for Varane, Cristiano and Griezmann. Well, plenty had a view on Modric's win. Paolo Futre was one. He lost out to Ruud Hullet, he said, back in 87. Uh, he thought that Griezmann should have won. Uh, maybe the problem, he said, isn't the player, but the colours of the team. He recalled frustratingly, it was between me and Hullet. The last vote went to a Portuguese journalist, and believe it or not, I lost. The Copa Trophy, given to the best under-21 players, saw Madrid's latest Brazilian signing, Rodrigo, finish in fourth place behind Justin Clivert, Christian Pulisic and the winner Mbappe. Rodrigo also spoke of his arrival, his impending arrival, as many thought that he would be in Madrid after his 18th birthday in early January. Not so, according to the player. It's agreed that I will go in July and I do not think there is any chance I will go before this. Chelsea coach Sarri was asked about his views on a potential Eden Hazard sale and he said, I want Eden, of course, to stay, but I only want him to stay if he wants to stay. James Rodriguez has been speaking out quite considerably in the last seven days and again. Uh, he said, if I have to go, I will go. I would like to stay. This is in Bayern Munich. Seems that he's changing his mind almost daily uh, because I feel the love of the fans here and uh, I feel loved within this Bayern family. Uh, Isco had had a few days off from appearing in the press, but he was back in it with a vengeance in the middle of the week after a training video appeared showing him making light of a training routine which went viral amongst Madrid's fans. Clubs remaining linked to signing him included, at this stage, Manchester City, long-time admirer Max Allegri as well, at Juventus waiting in the background for a nod from Madrid to come along and do a deal. Now, Palacios' agent, Renato Corsi, had been talking of Real Madrid's interest in signing their player, but he added, we've had calls from a number of other clubs, Inter Milan, Roma and Wolfsburg. We also talked to Barcelona, nothing came of that, but Real Madrid remain our favourites. Anybody looking for a new goalkeeper this January could do worse, of course, than give Kila Navas a call. He's finally realised that there is no coming back and his role will be, at best, a cameo from now on. Juventus were linked and tabled that £20 million offer, which was brushed aside by Real Madrid, who were looking for at least another £15 million more. Uh, Madrid keeping close eyes as well, remember, on Christian Pulisic along with a multitude of other teams as well. An interesting scenario, though, they said, had begun to emerge with the potential for Gareth Bale being used as bait in the deal. Both players valued at around 100 million. Madrid would love a swap, but as your Dortmund have a little interest, they said, in signing a player they view as injury-prone. If a deal is to be done, it will be for cash only. Vinicius' future has again been discussed in detail over the last week. He could possibly be heading out of Madrid in January on loan for the remainder of the season to build up playing time. A conversation has taken place between Espanyol and Madrid, but no outcome has yet been agreed. 
struggling Genoa may well have to cash in on their Polish forward Krzysztof Piatek, who scored a highly impressive 13 goals in his first months in Serie A. 60 million would represent a big profit for Genoa, who it said may even be tempted to deal in January. Ironically, though, the player's form has stalled somewhat since all the talk began to emerge of a move to some of the A-list clubs around Europe. He scored just one goal in the last eight games, and that was a penalty in the derby draw with Sampdoria. And that's just about it then for this week's podcast. Don't forget you can get in touch on Twitter or Facebook. And if you listen on the Anchor app, then you can leave your recorded views. If they're interesting enough, we might use them in some of the upcoming shows. But until next week, wherever you're watching your football this week, have a great time. We'll be back again next Monday. Until then, from me, Tim Cable, bye-bye for now.